Hello and a very warm welcome to the Tips and Advice for Business podcast. Coming up in this episode, if you're a company director, can you and your fellow directors have a night out or enjoy some other entertainment on a tax-free basis? After all, surely there must be some perks associated with directorship. Keep listening and we'll explain what HMRC allows. And please don't forget to visit indicator-flm.co.uk to download our series of free mini-guides to tax and HR matters. There's really no obligation. You're listening to Tips and Advice for Business, the weekly podcast that trawls through the latest business news, legislation and case law, distilling often complex legal and tax requirements into bite-sized advice and realistic solutions to everyday challenges. And all this in just a few short minutes because we know that your time is precious. The Tips and Advice for Business podcast is freely available on all the usual platforms such as Spotify, Apple, Amazon and Deezer and is brought to you by those ever so nice people at Indicator FL Memo. For supporting information, please visit indicator-flm.co.uk. Your host today is Duncan Callow, solicitor and publisher. So here's a familiar scenario. You and your fellow directors have just landed a prestigious new customer and you plan to celebrate in style. Why not? But is the company entitled to a tax deduction for such expenditure? Well, the starting point is that usually expenses incurred by a company are tax deductible from its profits as long as they are, and you'll be familiar with this phrase, wholly and exclusively for the purpose of the trade. One important exception to this rule is business entertainment. So even though it might be an expenditure for the benefit of your company's trade, it's specifically excluded. But there's good news. An exception to the rule, so sort of exception to the exception, is made for expenditure on entertaining employees and directors. The cost of entertaining them is tax deductible for the company. So that's good news. But how much can you spend? Well, your company can be as lavish as it likes with its staff entertainment, and there's no cap on the amount which can qualify for a tax deduction. However, the wholly and exclusively condition could become a problem. HMRC can deny a deduction for expenditure that is disproportionately high so that it can't be said to be for the purpose of the trade. In other words, if it's really just a means of getting the company to pay for a private jolly. What about the benefit in kind angle? Well, it's usually assumed that if a director or employee is taxable on benefits in kind, it's part of their remuneration for their job and therefore the cost to the employer of providing it is automatically a tax-deductible expense. But that's actually a fallacy. While salaries and benefits, etc. are liable to tax as employment income of the recipient, this doesn't impact on the wholly and exclusively rule, which operates independently. HMRC's view is that excessive salary, etc. has a non-trade element, and so the excess doesn't pass the wholly and exclusively test. Let's give an example to explain how this might work in practice. So, Acom Limited is owned and managed by Jerry and his wife. They have an adult son at university who works several hours a week for the company doing odd jobs in the holidays. To help his son, Gary arranges for Acom to pay him a wage of £1,000 per week, which is subject to PAYE tax and NI in the normal way. This equates to about £200 per hour. Now, clearly, the motive for such a high wage is because of the personal relationship between Gary and his son and very little to do with the son's input into ACOM's trade. 
ACON might accept around £15 per hour as tax deductible, but not £200. Now, there's a tip here. Excessive salary or benefits in kind aren't an issue where the person being paid or provided with a benefit is what's called a controlling director of the employing company. HMRC is very unlikely to argue about the cost to the company not meeting the wholly and exclusively test in this scenario. But where there's a tip, there's a trap. And where a company incurs expenditure on an entertaining a director or employee, it's a taxable benefit. The only exception is annually recurring entertainment, for example, the Christmas party, which isn't taxable unless the cost per tax year per, ha- per head exceeds £150. Now, where the entertainment is a taxable benefit for directors who are also shareholders, it's usually more tax efficient for them to take an extra dividend and pay for it out of that than for the company to pay for it direct. So in conclusion, if the entertainment provided is not disproportionate, the company can claim a tax deduction for it. However, as a one-off event, it will count as a taxable benefit in kind for each director. For each, sorry, for directors who are also shareholders, they'd be better off taking an extra dividend and paying for the event personally. Anyway, we hope you found this information about staff and particularly director entertainment helpful. But can you believe it? We've reached the end of another episode of the Tips and Advice for Business podcast. But don't worry, we'll be back again very soon with even more incisive advice that you can apply to your business on a daily basis. But for now, thanks for sharing your time with us and goodbye. You've been listening to the Tips and Advice for Business podcast. Every week, we trawl through the latest business news, legislation and case law, distilling often complex legal and tax requirements into bite-sized tips, advice and solutions. For more information about our products and services, please visit indicator-flm.co.uk. 